We're tracking Dorian, once again a Category 3 storm as it slowly comes up the East Coast. People close to home doing everything they can to help animals escape the path of Hurricane Dorian. The Berkshire Humane Society and the Mohawk Hudson Humane Society both taking in shelter animals. And also this morning the countdown is on for more than 26,000 unvaccinated kids to get their shots or they won't be allowed back into class. This is the Wake Up Rundown from News 10 ABC. Good Thursday morning, everybody. Today is September 5th, and I'm Jess Berganti with your Storm Tracker forecast. All right, we got through a wet and wild Wednesday. We got through some strong storms, but starting today, there's a new trend. I'm talking about sunny, dry, comfortable days. Today, right through the middle half of next week, we're calling for sunshine in the 70s, kicking off today with a high of 74 degrees, and a little morning fog could be a headache for some of you. Otherwise, it's just staying sunny and dry. It's a tad cooler out there. Many of you are noting backyard lows, anywhere from 5 to 15 degrees cooler than 24 hours ago. But tonight, we're back down to a low of 50 under crystal clear skies, and that's a low of 50 in Albany. Many of you in higher terrain could be as cool in the Adirondacks as the upper 30s, lower 40s. So this is kind of the start of the season when we start to note, oh, those changes come depending on where you wake up. It can be absolutely 5 to even 15 degrees cooler sometimes than where we are in the capital region. We'll call for a high of 72 sun-filled degrees Friday before high of only 70 on Saturday. And coming up 71 sun-filled degrees on Sunday is met with a lower 70s right through Tuesday. And we'll call for that sunny and dry combo today until Tuesday. In fact, the only time we call for rain is maybe a couple of showers hours moving in by Wednesday. So we have a lot to be thankful for with how beautiful our seven day forecast is. The only effects of Dorian here locally we could see maybe some clouds south and southeast of Albany setting up tomorrow or even at times Saturday. But we still again will call for all this dry weather. But as Hurricane Dorian continues to churn out more and more winds in excess of 100 miles per hour, it's still expected to potentially make landfall near Wilmington, North Carolina as early as late tonight or early Friday morning. There's a lot of changes that are still to come. We're monitoring it. We'll keep you updated, but it is still bringing those tropical storm force winds right along the coastline down south. It is still a mess anywhere from south to North Carolina as of this morning. That's your updated storm tracker forecast. Here's today's top headlines. In the news today, after some severe weather blew through across the region yesterday afternoon, causing some problems, including down power lines that sparked some fires in Hoosick Falls. On Nixon Street, several families had to wait hours to get back inside their homes as crews worked to make sure they were safe. Public safety officials there blaming the fires, of course, directly on the severe weather that blew through. Most of those homes are older, so officials are glad things didn't turn out any worse. To some other news, the Albany City Council will hold a vote tonight on a proposal meant to stop illegal dirt bikes. If approved, the city could start rewarding people between $1,000 and $25,000 for tips that lead to convictions. The Troy City Council calling a meeting after a fourth report surfaced about the officer-involved shooting death of Edson Thevenin. Our cameras were allowed in the meeting for just a few minutes until the council then voted to go into a closed-door session. Now, those new documents haven't been made public. Thevenin's family, of course, suing the city over the handling of this investigation. The trial expected to begin this fall some three years after that incident. And also this morning, the countdown is on for more than 26,000 unvaccinated kids to get their shots or they won't be allowed back into class. Earlier this year, lawmakers did away with the religious exemption options for vaccines. The state is giving parents 14 days from the start of school to prove that their children received their first dose. Parents must then make appointments for the next round within a month. 
we're tracking Dorian. Once again, a Category 3 storm as it slowly comes up the East Coast, expected to affect the Carolinas today. Heavy rain and storm surge and hurricane strength winds, 115 miles an hour sustained gusting up to 140 or greater. People encourage, especially along the coast, to get out until that passes by. We'll be keeping an eye on it, tracking the impact, and the latest also, the horrible images out of the Bahamas. You can find the very latest on the website at news10.com. Hurricane Dorian taking on the south, and New York State is sending water rescue teams down that way to help. Two teams made up of firefighters, forest rangers, and canines being deployed. The first stop for crews from the Empire State will be in Raleigh, North Carolina, before they move closer to the shores that are expected to take the biggest hits. Dorian is once again a Category 3, churning off the coast of the Carolinas right now. People close to home doing everything they can to help animals escape the path of Hurricane Dorian. The Berkshire Humane Society and the Mohawk Hudson Humane Society both taking in shelter animals. In the Berkshires, at least five dogs have traveled from South Carolina and will be ready for new homes as soon as they pass medical and behavioral tests. All right, happening tonight, the NFL returns, the Bears and the Packers kicking off the 100th anniversary season. Ooh which is big news for people here in the Empire State who like to bet. Yes, because this will be the first time fans can That's legally right. bet on the sport here in New York. Mm. News and ABC's Jeremy DeLine, live outside Rivers Casino in Schenectady, where they recently debuted a brand new sports betting facility. Hi, Jamie. Hi, good morning. A lot of football fans are excited now that they can place their first legal bets on the game. And as you mentioned, the Rivers Casino has a brand new sports lounge where a lot of people are expected to visit tonight. Now, the Rivers Casino was granted a license back in July after sports betting became legal in New York State. It was the first casino to take a legal wager on sporting events, and this type of gambling is now regulated and taxed, and many say this is beneficial for our economy. The money that we generate goes to education. So if we can put more money in education, it's helping you know, property tax owners, it's helping the, state, the state's economy. Um, thousands of people are being employed here, so it's a good thing all around. And now that the football season has arrived, you can also bet on college teams as well. But for now, reporting live in Schenectady, I'm Jamie DeLine, News 10 ABC. All right, thank you, Jamie. And remember, for more on these stories and the latest breaking news anytime, get the app. It's free. Google Play and the App Store. And today our back to school tour continues. A lot of kids started yesterday. Even more begin today. Sam Damasio in this morning. She's at her old stomping grounds in East Greenbush. And our Ben Ryan will be live all morning from Saratoga Springs High School. So do tune in. We'll be back out and at it again tomorrow. you got to stay with us and see if your school is featured. It's becoming more and more apparent that Lyft can't be trusted to police themselves. Lyft, one of the largest ride-hailing companies in the country, now being accused in a new lawsuit of turning a blind eye to a, quote, sexual predator crisis among its drivers. When people go places with Lyft, safety is built into every ride. The complaint was filed Wednesday from 14 women who claimed they were sexually assaulted by their drivers. So they knew about this issue, but they've done nothing about it. They chose to do nothing about it. The filing claims that Lyft has known about incidents of sexual assault going back to 2015, but has continued to allow drivers who have complaints of rape and sexual assault to keep driving for Lyft. My safety was violated and the consequences affect me every day, mentally, emotionally, and physically. I'm overwhelmed with grief by Lyft's negligence to keep its riders safe. 
One of the women in the lawsuit, named Kim, says she was sexually assaulted by a driver in Salt Lake City back in December 2018. She reported the man to Lyft that same day, but over the span of nine months, she says the company contacted her just four times and failed to update her on the status of its investigation. She says police told her the driver continued to work for Lyft while the criminal case against him was pending. In a statement, Lyft says in part, what the victims describe is terrifying and has no place in the Lyft community, adding, we hold ourselves to a higher standard by designing products and policies to keep out bad actors, make riders and drivers feel safe and react quickly if and when an incident does occur. enjoy starting the day with the wake up rundown if so do us a favor and take a second to rate the podcast and leave us a review in itunes or the apple podcast app it helps other people find the show and make sure that you're subscribed to get each morning's episode automatically downloaded into your feed for more of the stories in today's podcast head to news10.com or wake up with 10 on air every weekday morning starting at 4 30.